Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey y'all, good morning. Welcome. We're back. It's Tuesday and we are sipping. I have to pray for these vocal cords today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey y'all, good morning. I see you. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Jericho. Good morning, Kim Yarley. Good morning, Patricia. Hey, Sheree. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Not Siri. Hey, Jamaica. Good morning. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Roslyn. Oh, my God. Good morning. Let me continue to share. You do me a favor. You share as well. Boom. Boom. Come on. You share as well. Oh my God, thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your love. Oh, come on. Oh my God. I'm sharing. Help, 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 help. help. <laughs> hey, y'all. Good morning. Hey, Quita. Good morning. I feel like my camera's a little bit off, but it may not. It may be me. How y'all doing? Good morning, Kit. Thank you for sharing. Share, share, share. Who are your, um, just challenging you a little bit. Who are your 10 people? You invite me in to come hang out with us this week. Go ahead and identify your people. Be like, you know what? These are the 10 people I'm going to challenge. I'm going to challenge my friends to get up and um, be in faith with me. Do you know what it's like to have friends that you roll with, that y'all operate in faith together? It feels so different. So you don't want friends that just like hang out with you. And we have those friends or friends. And then I have friends that are not yet believers. I'm going to say that. But for the most part, you want friends that you guys operate in faith together. So who are your 10 people you're going to challenge? Don't worry if you get the 10. Don't worry if you get the 10. Just invite the 10 in. That's called the discipleship. Create a little text and send them the link and say, look, I want you to start worshiping with me. I want us to worship together. Can I tell you the strength that you will have in your relationships when you worship together, um, the boys um, and I are not so as close as we are just because I'm their mom and I'm some great, uh, wonderful, powerful mother. The boys and I have the relationship that we have because we worship together. We worship together. We do devotional together. We spend time in the word together. And the word Nia draws us in our relationship 
the word Lynette draws us in our relationship. And because we have the spiritual draw, then in the difficult times in the relationship, y'all ain't nobody going to witness with me this morning. In the difficult times in the relationship, in the difficult times in the relationship, then we are bonded through spiritual things versus being bonded through worldly or fleshly things. The spirit bonds us. The spirit motivates us. The spirit challenges us. And so the depth of my, my most meaty, weighty relationships are because we have God in common, not because we kick it, not because sis, it's not because of that. My most weighty, significant relationships are because God is at the center of our relationship. And in this season, because the enemy is so divisive, it is so important that you find relationships that God is the bond. Oh, come on, come on. That God is, and God is really the bond, right? God is really the center. And then what we're doing is we're not lording over each other. We are growing in grace. I got some hair sticking up. We are growing in grace through Jesus Christ. So invite some people and invite, don't invite people that you know have been here. Invite people that haven't been here. Invite people that haven't worshiped with you or invite your consistent person in, inconsistent person in. Invite them in and say, you know what I want you to do? We are studying. Hey, Rachel, love you so much. I'm so proud of you. You are such a good mother. You are growing as a woman of God. And I just pray your strength, Rachel, in the Lord. Um, thank you for continuing to show up. Thank you for leading your babies to Christ. Um, so let's do that this week. Let's start challenging our friends, our best friends. Um, you be the strong person. Create a little text and say, look, won't you come hang out with me? in the morning. Stop worrying about their response. Once you get up on this time and spend time on the devotional with me, challenge them. So I want to challenge you. And they may say, oh my gosh, 6 a.m. is so early. And you'll be like, no, nah, we don't hung out. <laughs> we don't hung out late. We done did some other things late. So if we're going to do all these other things together, why don't we worship and do the word together as well? Just challenge them. Let me pray for us. Father God, thank you. Ooh, come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for brand new mercies. Oh, my God. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your overwhelming love. Thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you for dying on the cross uh, for us. Thank you, Father God, for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. Thank you, Father God, for wholeness. Thank you for a sound mind. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. Thank you for strength. Thank you for love. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for daily provision. Thank you for daily bread. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for teaching me how to love others. Thank you, Lord God, that your word equips me and strengthens me and brings me into a place of who I am called to be in you. Now, Lord God, open the eyes of my understanding to the hope of who you called me to be in Christ Jesus. Let me be levelized. Woo! 
and consistent in your word in Jesus name. Amen. And for those of you guys that watch the devotional later, you can still invite your people in. And then if your people don't come in at six o'clock, still challenge them, go, go watch it. And then let's dialogue and talk about this so that we can grow together. So I want to give you something this morning. It's kind of going to be conversation. It's going to be completely rooted in the word. Just want to speak to you out of my heart. I'm going to base what I'm giving you on Ephesians 2 and 8 and 9, because our kingdom concepts, I think, are becoming tied and tangled in a truth but not necessarily the truth. Woo, come on, come on. Right in your notes, say she challenging us this morning. Come on. And nobody really likes to be challenged, but we need to be challenged. Romans 12 and 1, 2. If we're going to, I'm, I'm repositioning this. If we're going to properly position ourselves and we're still learning how to possess the land. And as we learn how to possess the land, God deposits things inside of us so that whatever is in our heart and our thought process and in our mind that that does not look like him um the the we will not be conformed to the ways of this world and from what i'm beginning to understand as i grow and mature in the things of christ that the ways of the world are not just about uh sin what i'm learning that the ways of the world oh my god also can be worldly things or religious things that we have learned in church and no one really taught us of fellowship with the father proper fellowship i wish growing up come on i wish growing up someone would have taught me proper relationship and proper fellowship with the father and then i think i would have moved differently in my relationship with him and not only would i have moved differently in my relationship with the father but i would also move differently in my relationship with others because a lot of what i do with others is based on what i do with god Woo! come on a lot of how i love others a lot of how i serve others a lot of how i show up has a lot to do with how my eyes are open to the kingdom of God. Come on, put it in your notes this morning. Lord, open my eyes, open Ephesians 1, 15, 17, 15 through 21. Come on, we pray this. Paul prayed this for the church, for them to, for the uh, their eyes to be open to the understanding of who he called them to be in Christ Jesus, the power that works in us. We repeat the scripture, greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the world. Well, if I come into revelation knowledge, thank you. If I come into revelation knowledge of greater is he and really the he that's working in me, then he that is in the world, then I understand that there is divine power working down on the side of me that repositions me to live as a child of God. I'm not I'm being repositioned to live as a child of God. I'm not being repositioned to live as a worker. Woo! Come on. That's why I'm not repositioned to live as a worker. I'm being repositioned to live as a child of God, right? Because once Jesus Christ died for my sin and I was saved by grace through faith alone, um, Judah was in a youth group and they asked him, what is it God wants from us? You know, and different people were talking about different things. And Judah said he wants faith. Like he wants faith from us. He wants faith from us. But it's not faith just to acquire or obtain things. 
Come on. Y'all help me. Help me this morning. It's not faith <clears throat> just to acquire things. That's not what he's taught. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not just faith in sickness. It's not just faith when there is trouble. Ooh, come on. He wants us to have faith, right? He wants us to have faith in him, right? And so we have to watch. And you know, I use the term marriage because marriage for me is the strongest covenant bond and force in the kingdom. God refers to us as this church, as his bride. We have married to concepts and precepts and thoughts and ideologies. Um, we will mistranslate something that the word of God has been shared and we'll mistranslate it into our own context, right? And so here we are in a dispensation where times have been troubled, but there is a release of the Holy Spirit for those that believe, right? The Holy Spirit is working in us and drawing us into the fullness of who God called us to be. Can you put that in your notes this morning? I am being drawn into the fullness of who God called me to be. I don't draw myself. I don't position myself. I position myself in the relationship with the father. And then the draw occurs because I understand the nature of my relationship with the father and the fear of the Lord. Philippians 1 and 6, God completes me because of the reverence of the relationship of how I love them. Woo! And the love for the father is what's trans forming me, Cherie. It's not all this other stuff that I may have been taught. So I'm going to give you this this morning. We're going to study this a little bit. And it's meaty and it's weighty, but it's good. It's good enough for you to have something planted in you this morning. Hopefully that will take sprout. Ooh, come on. That will take root and will push you um, into a closer relationship or draw you into a closer relationship with God. And I will not mimic I was talking about that yesterday about being parents. I will not mimic because a lot of times, can I tell you something? Because you reword, because you reword, because you recraft your words, because you make your words sound deep, doesn't mean you got revelation. Revelation produces fruit. And you're not the fruit inspector. John 15, Jesus say, hey, look, remain in me. Y'all know, remain in me and I'm going to remain in you. And then you're going to produce fruit, but you're not going to produce fruit because you think you produce fruit. You're going to produce fruit. You're going to produce fruit because you connected to the vine. And then when I prune you, you're going to produce more fruit. Woo! My God. And it's not your job. You're not the fruit inspector. Come on now. Jesus is the fruit inspector. You don't determine how much fruit you produce and the weightiness of your fruit, your obedience and the relationship with your father and being plugged in the vine produces food. So it's not all your wordiness and all your little sayings. That are, that's not mm -mm, that's not what it is. It's the relationship with the father. So travel with me for just a second on Ephesians. We're going to go to Ephesians 2. We're going to go 8 and 9, right? And Paul is talking to the church of Ephesus about their works, right? And we got to be careful that when we show up, Tanya, in the place that we are not showing up um, to be validated by works. 
We're not showing up to be celebrated by our works, that our works aren't driving the relationship with God. And I was meditating on this this morning. I'm like, Lord, this is deep, that, that our works aren't determining our relationship with God. Because here's the problem. If our works, even as we're being pulled in the territory, even as we're being called to possess the land, if our if we show up according to our works and we are not properly applauded and we are not properly separate celebrated um by people see when we show up um in the relationship with god based on works um because god is a spirit right um we will look it's just a thing that we will look for the validation or what we need based on the people that we feel like we are assigned to. I taught a teaching years ago um, on, on, you could probably find it on the YouTube. Like, what if I'm never appreciated? What if I'm never celebrated? What if I'm never, you are not identified by a child of God by works you perform. As a matter of fact, we serve. Jesus said, I didn't come here to be served. I'm serving. We disciple, we disciple, we lend our gifts, we serve. We are, we disciple, we serve, but we are not validated in our relationship by God, by works we perform. And if we sit around and think that our relationship with God is based on our works or our titles or our giftings, then we are perversely operating with a relationship with God who will love us whether we're working or not, right? We only occupying until we come because this is what we're supposed to do, right? And so we lend our tools and gifts to the kingdom in service, in love. So if I come outside of a performance-based attitude in my relationship with God and understanding my father, I was talking to one of my grandsons the other day, and I feel like this is so important. I'm going to give you that in a minute. So Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, let me read you. Let me read you the scripture. Oh my God, Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus, right? Um, oh, come on. Great <laughs> grace is all God has done and will do because of what Jesus did, right? So eight nine, it says, for you are saved by grace through faith and it's not from yourselves. It is God's gift. It is not from works so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do, right? This gift that God gave us is to be received, not earned. And if I can get this, I will stop working for what belongs to me. If I can get this, I will stop working about worrying about titles. I will stop worrying about positioning. I will stop putting so much emphasis on what I'm doing and put more emphasis on the relationship with God. I'm not gonna plug into God. So, oh, I'm plugging in. So Lord, use me. I prayed that so many times until God gave me revelation that, you're going to serve, but I'm not here in this relationship with you so that I can use you. Woo! Come on, y'all. I'm not here in this relationship with you. It's not what God is in the relationship with you for. I'm not in this relationship 
with you so that I can use you. I'm in this relationship with you because I created you for my glory and I love you. Come on. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. It never says seek works. It says seek his kingdom. So he said, he's in here. He says, therefore, um, we're not going to be walking around and, you know, puffed up and presenting ourselves and talking about our prayer life and talking about all this stuff that we've done and talking about who we are. And we're not, mm, 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 mm. that's not what we're going to be able to do when we are properly seated come on we can only brag about the grace of God y'all come on now come on y'all won't talk back to me you can only brag about the grace of God come on so when we talk about Let me define a good work for you this morning. Let me help you with a good work. When we talk about a good work, it's a divinely prescribed action that benefit others in such a way that God is glorified, right? It's a divine. So there is a divine action that the Lord will call you to do. But Angela, he's interested in the relationship first. See, I don't want you set up for failure anymore. I don't want you thinking you're working for God's love. I don't want you exhausted, um, exasperated, overwhelmed, consumed, tired, uh, improperly planted in places you ain't got no business being, showing up when you need to be rested. I don't want you doing any of those things because when we are a believer in faith, We want to enter into the rest of God. So here we are in this. It's a a good work. It's a a good work. And we'll be called divinely to do a good work. You'll be called divine to do do a good work. But what you're going to be called into is the relationship of, of God. So when I do the good work, the good work is just my express appreciation for who God is. When I do the good work, the good work is just my express. Come on, y'all. We're going to grow up this morning. Remember, this is a season for us to become spiritually mature. But the good work, and I'm not going to be able to get all this out today. The good work, Sharice, that I'm called to is just my expressed appreciation to God. So I, I'm, not, I'm not pushing for good works. I'm not looking for good works. I'm not joining a church so that I can do good works. I'm joining a church so that I can be properly discipled and pastor, or I'm in a community, Dietrich, so that I could be properly nurtured. I'm not showing up so that I can be seen. I'm not showing up so that I can be heard. I'm not showing up. Come on. That's not what I'm doing. I'm showing up into the spiritual things of God because I understand the nature of God and how his kingdom works. So we're saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus and not by your efforts or works. You need to put that in your note today. It is not how I work. It's not about how I work. It's not about how I work, right? 
And so I received this, come on y'all, this gift from God. Oh my God. I received this gift from God. And when I received the gift, gift from God, guess what I'm getting in the gift? I'm getting his love. Come on. I'm getting his forgiveness. I'm, I'm getting the grace. Come on. The thing that I need to sustain and to walk and to disciple and to move like Christ alone. So I'm getting his love. I'm getting his forgiveness and I'm giving his grace. What you do, I need you to hear me in this. What you do will never, ever, 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 ever be good enough to earn your salvation. You're not worthy. That's why we needed Christ. What you do will never, this this will take, I hope today that this conversation, because it's a conversation, I hope today that this conversation we are having properly positions you to take the pressure off of yourself so that you can walk in another level of freedom in your relationship with God. And instead of being pursued and being used by God, because that's a false thing we believe. Being Instead of being in pursuit of being used by God, then what I'm in pursuit of is my relationship with God. So I am at the, at the table or in his presence and in devotion, not because of a contractual obligation that I've written out for myself. I am in devotion in my prayer life, in my time with God, because this is what relationship looks like. Ooh. So then God determines that um, God determines that I'm righteous by Christ's sake, right? And then God even gives me, the scripture says we are all dealt a measure of faith. Then God even gives me, oh, come on now. You got to receive this. God even gives you faith so you could trust him. And then my faith grows. My faith doesn't grow because of whatever. My faith grows because I'm seated in him and I understand what a good father looks like. My faith grows because I'm seated in him and I understand how much he loves me. So this is not a working community. That's it. I hear you. This is not a working community that I enter in. Yeah, y'all heard me? You didn't hear me. So I'm not entering in the kingdom of God as if it's a working community. Come on, Holy Spirit. I'm entering into a relationship with God that pulls me into divine works for his glory. But I'm more interested in the relationship with God, Julia, versus working. Because <laughs> what if what what if the what if God's assignment to me was just to be a mother? What if God's assignment to me um, was to be the lunch lady in the school where the kids are that um, may not have love? and need somebody to be instead to make sure 
that I'm fed? What, what if the relation in God's relationship to me, I'm divinely positioned to dig the ditches? What if I, because it's really all about discipleship when we start entering into works. This is not a working community. And then if I start, I think my relationship with God is built on my works. When I feel like I'm not being used, I won't feel worthy enough of his love. When I feel like I'm not being used, I won't feel like I'm worthy of his relationship and his love because the standard that I set, Dietrich, not the standard that the Lord set, the standard that I set <laughs> was built on a contractual relationship with God that he never ordained because he's in his word. And Paul is telling Ephesus, yeah, you created to do a good works, but we, we, this not all, this not it, this not it. We respond to God's love and give of our time. That's it. This enough for the day. We're going to peel back the layers this week. We're going to peel back the layers so that we properly position ourselves to be seated at the feet of God, to enter a relationship with him like we have never, ever entered before. God did not draw you into a community, a working community. You'll serve others through love. You never hear Jesus say, oh, I'm here to work. You always heard Jesus say, I'm here to serve, right? I came to serve. I didn't come here to be served. I came to serve. I'm showing up to serve. But he could only walk in the knowledge of that with the understanding of who he was in relationship to his father. You will never be able to properly disciple and serve until you are properly rooted in the relationship with who we are as father. And we will always be looking, Quita, for works to establish the relationships. Works will never establish the relationship. If I let works establish the relationship, then I'm most likely leaning into my own understanding. And I don't trust how the kingdom of God really operates. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He will pull you into the divine spaces that you're supposed to be by the leading of the Holy Spirit. But he's, so let me say this. So then, if it's by works, when I enter into retirement, I won't feel purposeful or useful. Or if it's by works, when you are in a season where God is just saying to you, rest, I won't feel purposeful and useful. And what typically happens when I don't feel purposeful or useful, then what happens is I will disconnect. I will disconnect. I will disconnect. I will disconnect because I'm looking for, I build my little list, I build my little system. And I'm looking for uh, affirmation from the wrong things when I've already been affirmed when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and when I've accepted Jesus Christ. And a lot of this, can I tell y'all something? 
because we'll try to, oh, you know, you know, whatever, take it too far. A lot of this is just because we don't know. A lot of this is just because we don't know. Nobody ever really taught us. People taught us to pursue things. People never taught us to properly be in position to receive, right? Because he chases. We don't have to chase God for the relationship. Nobody ever taught me properly to position myself so that I could receive his grace, receive his love. And because I've never, ever probably been taught how to receive these things, I probably am not walking in the relationship with God or having the relationship with God at the capacity and level that I really, really am supposed to because of the barriers, uh, because of the bonds, um, because of carnality, because of community, because of all these things. I'm really, really proud. And so then anytime uh, something creates, it's in unstable what usually happens is I properly disconnect from my relationship with God. And then I'll find out and I say, I don't feel like I'm growing or I don't feel worth anything or I don't feel. But when you start feeling that way, it's only because you don't know the relationship of your father. Your worth is never determined by what you do. Your worth is determined already through accepting Jesus Christ as Lord, the Savior. My God, let me pray for us. Father God, I thank you that this word this morning, this word this week will be so deeply planted that it will strengthen us, that we will grow in our relationship with you. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Remove from us a stony heart and give us a heart of flesh so that we can be tender and responsive to your word. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. A couple things I want to give you before we get out of here. Um, Feed the Streets, April 22nd. This weekend, Girl Talk Unscripted. I'll be speaking, I think, at New Life Community Church. Um, there as well. Um, get the book. <laughs> you need to get a copy of um, 30 Days of Prayer for Your Children. It's a journal. It's a devotional. It'll bless you. And even if you don't have children, buy some copies and give it to someone else for Mother's Day. First thing, if the Lord places on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org. You can find all the ways to give. You can cash out us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, and you can give there as well. And then my final thing is, if you want this relationship, the only way it comes is through Jesus. That's, it's not all paths lead to God. It's one path that leads to God, and it's Jesus. Um, and I promise you, if you're here this morning, it's for a reason. So I'm going to extend a confession. It starts with a confession of faith. You send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. You should repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. Promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you made that statement of faith, send me an email, info, and just be in LMJ.com. 
I'm going to send you some resources. I'm going to send you free, I'm not charging you anything. I'm going to send you some resources. And I'm going to send you um, some resources and some information free so I can continue to disciple you. Put it, do me a favor, type it in the chat. Come be back at six. Be back at six in the morning. Come on. Be back at six. Put it in the chat. See you at six in the morning. Um, I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. You may be the only, the only evidence of God, of who God is in their life. I see our six love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for increasing us according to your word. Thank you for the discernment. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.